Darth Plagueis, the Dark Lord of the Sith, so powerful and so wise, he could use the Force to influence the midi-chlorians to create life. In The Phantom Menace, slightly before Darth Maul's death, Palpatine killed his master. Now I've done many videos on Plagueis and his role with Palpatine, so I won't go into that for this video. Rather, today we will go over the novelization of just exactly how Palpatine killed his master, what he saw, and his entire dialogue with him as he died. It gets pretty dark. Let's dive straight into the Legends book, Darth Plagueis by James Luceno. This video is long, but it's really interesting and shows us a side of Palpatine we never got to really see before his rise to power. How he was so conniving and numb to everyone but his own desire to become Emperor and reach unlimited power. Now I will do my best to impersonate Palpatine's voice, which is harder than his low raspy Sidious voice. The scene we're about to enter takes place just after Palpatine and Plagueis retire to the Kaldani Spire Suite to celebrate in their pre-victory of Palpatine becoming Chancellor tomorrow. Palpatine fed his master bottles of wine until the moon creature became so intoxicated he waved in and out of a drunken sleep. Alright, let's begin. He grabbed the cloak he had draped over a chair, swirling it around himself, he started for the door, only to stop shortly before he reached it, turning and stretching out with the force. He glanced around the room as one might to fix a memory in the mind. Briefly, his gaze fell on the droid, its glowing photoreceptors whirring to regard him in evident curiosity. A look of sinister purpose contorted Sidious's face. Again, his eyes darted around the room, and the dark side whispered. Your election assured, the sun guards absent, Plagueis, unsuspecting and asleep. And he moved in a blur. Crackling from his fingertips, a web of blue lightning ground itself on the moon's breathing device. Plagueis's eyes snapped open, the force gathering in him like a storm, but he stopped short of defending himself. This being who had survived assassinations and killed countless opponents merely gazed at Sidious, until it struck him that Plagueis was challenging him. Confident that he couldn't be killed, and in denial that he was slowly suffocating, he might have been simply experimenting with himself, actually courting death to put it in its place. Momentarily taken aback, Sidious stood absolutely still. Was Plagueis so self-deluded as to believe that he had achieved immortality? The question lingered for only a moment. Then Sidious unleashed another tangle of lightning, drawing more deeply on the dark side than he ever had. Let's go over the second part of the speech, shall we? He said, smoothing his tousled cloak. You useless old fool. With a snarl, he threw the cloak back behind his shoulders and leaned towards Plagueis, planting his palms on the low table that was now puddled with spilled wine. It was Higo Damask as Darth Plagueis who came to Naboo, determined to suck the planet dry of plasma and set the Trade Federation up at its overseers. It was Higo Damask as Plagueis who then set his sights on a seemingly confused young man, and, with meticulous skill, manipulated him into committing patricide, matricide, fratricide. Darth Plagueis, who took him as an apprentice, sharing some of his knowledge but withholding his most powerful secrets, denying the apprentice his wishes as a means of controlling him, instilling in him a sense of murderous rage, and turning him to the dark side. Sidious stood to his full height, glaring. It was Plagueis who criticized the early efforts of his apprentice, and who once choked him in a demonstration of his superiority. 
Plagueis, who denigrated him in private for hiring an inept assassin to carry out the murder of Senator Kim, and yet who allowed himself to be tricked by the Gran and nearly killed by mercenaries. Plagueis, who turned away from the Gran plan to focus entirely on himself in an egotistical quest for immortality. Plagueis, who had the temerity to criticize his apprentice for having inculcated too much pride in the assassin he had trained. Plagueis, who attempted to turn his equally powerful apprentice into a messenger and mere intermediary. And Plagueis, who watched in secret while his apprentice tasked their true intermediary to reveal the reborn Sith to the galaxy. Sidious paused, then in derision added, Plagueis the Wise, who in his time truly was, except at the end, trusting that the rule of two had been superseded, and failed to realize that he would not be excused from it. Plagueis the Wise, who forged the most powerful Sith Lord the galaxy had ever known, and yet who forgot to leave a place for himself, whose pride never allowed him to question that he would no longer be needed. Still struggling for breath, Plagueis managed to stand, but only to collapse back onto the couch, knocking a statue from its perch. Sidious moved in, his hands upraised to deliver another bolt, his expression arctic enough to chill the room. A force storm gathered over the couch, spreading out in concentric rings to wash over Sidious and hurl objects to all corners. In the center of it, Plagueis' form became anamorphic, then resumed shape as the storm began to wane. Sidious's eyes bored into the moons. How often you said the old order of Bane had ended with the death of your master, an apprentice no longer needed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's to be stronger, you told me, merely more clever. The era of keeping scores, suspicion, and betrayal was over. Strength is not in the flesh, but in the force. He laughed. You lost the game on the very first day you chose to train me to rule by your side. Or better still, under your thumb. Teacher, yes, and for that I will be eternally grateful. But master... Never. Sidious peered at Plagueis through the Force. Oh, yes, by all means, gather your midichlorians, Plagueis. He held his thumb and forefinger close together. Try to keep yourself alive while I choke the life out of you. Plagueis gulped for air and lifted an arm toward him. There's the rub you see, Sidious said in a philosophical tone. All the ones you experimented on killed and brought back to life. They were little more than toys. Now, though, you get to experience it from their side and look what you discover in a body that is being denied air in which even the force is failing. Your own midichlorians can't accomplish what you're asking of them. Hatred stained Sidious's eyes. 
I could save you, of course, return you from the brink as you did Venomous. I could retask your body to repair the damage already done to your lungs, your hearts, and your aged brain. But I'll do no such thing. The idea here is not to drag you back at the last moment, but to bring you to death's door and shove you through to the other side. A tragedy, really, for one so wise. One who could oversee the lives and deaths of all beings, except himself. The Moon's eyes had begun to bulge, his pale flesh to turn cyanotic. You may be wondering, when did he begin to change? The truth is that I haven't changed, as we have clouded the minds of the Jedi, I clouded yours. Never once did I have any intention of sharing power with you. I needed to learn from you, no more, no less. To learn all of your secrets, which I trusted you would eventually reveal. But what made you think that I would need you after that? Vanity, perhaps. Your sense of self-importance. You've been nothing more than a pawn in a game played by a genuine master. The Sithari. A cruel laugh escaped him. Reflect back on even the past few years, assuming you have the capacity. Yinkor, Dovala, Iriadu, Maul, the Nemodians, Naboo, an army of clones, the fallen Jedi, Dooku. You think these were your ideas, when in fact they were mine. Cleverly suggested to you so that you could feed them back to me. You were far too trusting, Plagueis. No true Sith can ever really care about one another. This has always been known. There is no way but my way. Sidious's eyes narrowed. Are you still with me, Plagueis? Yes, I detect that you are, though barely. A few final words, then? I could have let you die in the Phobosi district, but I couldn't allow that to happen, that there was still so much I didn't know. So many powers that remained just outside my reach. And as it happened, I acted wisely in rescuing you. Otherwise, how could I be standing here and you be dying? For even after all you taught me, I might not have been able to take the final steps of the Chancellorship without your help in manipulating the Senate and bringing into play your various and sundry allies. If it's any consolation, I'm being honest when I say that I could not have succeeded without you. But now that we've won the race, I have no need for a co-chancellor. Your presence, much less your unnecessary counsel, would only confuse matters. I have more to do what the risk of discovery might not allow me to do, while I execute the rest of the grand plan. Growing an army, fomenting rebellion, and fabricating intergalactic war, corralling the Jedi and catching them unawares. Rest easy in your grave, Plagueis. In the end, I will be proclaimed Emperor. The Sith will have had their revenge, and I will rule the galaxy. Plagueis slid to the floor and rolled face down. Death rattled his lungs, and he died. 114D started to approach, but Sidious motioned for it to stop. We're going to have to find you a new home and a new body, droid. 114D looked once at the moon, then at Sidious. Yes, Master Palpatine. Sidious moved to the window, then turned to regard the murder scene. Higo Damask would appear to have died because of a malfunction of the breathing apparatus. He would have the droid alert the medtechs, but no autopsy would be performed, and no inquest would follow. 
Senator Palpatine might garner even greater sympathy, his delight in being elected to the chancellorship diminished by the sudden death of a powerful financial ally. Sidious moved back into the room to take a closer look at Plagueis. Then, after a long moment, he returned to the window and pulled the drapes aside. His spirit soared, but briefly, something was shading his sense of triumph, a vague awareness of a power greater than himself. Was it Plagueis reaching out from the far side of death to vex him? Or was the feeling a mere consequence of apothesis? Outside, the summits of the tallest building were gilded by the first rays of daylight. So, the main piece that I want to take away from this and discuss with you all, besides the fact that Palpatine is unbelievably psychotic and brilliant at the same time, is how in the beginning it seemed as if Plagueis stopped defending himself, using the assassination to test his abilities and research with cheating death. I do wonder, if he wasn't drunk, would he have been able to protect himself and kill Sidious? I think he could. I think Palpatine knew this, and that's why he knew he had to intoxicate him before trying to kill him. It was his only chance. I also want to point attention to how he says, never once did I have any intention of sharing power with you. I needed to learn from you, no more, no less. I find this ironic, because that's literally Anakin's reason for becoming his apprentice. He never cared for Palpatine, he merely just wanted to learn his secrets and then move on with his life. It's interesting how the cycle always comes back to the one who spun it. I really want to see a Palpatine and Plagueis movie. A goal of mine is to make a mini Star Wars film in the near future, a very high budget one at that, with a big set, actors, co-writers, and directors. I think that would be really cool. A real life fan fiction, almost, I guess. Anyways, there's lots more I want to do with this channel as time progresses, and I'm excited to go there with all of you. Thanks for watching this episode, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, throw it a like. Have a great day, everyone. I'll see you all in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always. Oh.